Welcome to Fifth Line Primetime, episode six. It's a sad day to be a Jackets fan right now. That was awful. We both said, I said one and two originally. I should have said 0 oh and three. That's what happened. They won 0 oh and three. Um, I'm declaring an official state of an emergency for the Jackets right now. I'm Tommy. He's Aiden. Welcome to Fifth Line Primetime, episode six. What does this team need to do, man? Well, first off, we need to either A, outscore the other team or B just we can never get offense and defense in the same game it's always one or the other like last last game we played pretty well against defensively Chicago Chicago, but we got shut out by backup goalie Malcolm Subban and in the exact game before 6-5 shootout loss in a game where the jacket should have won after dominating possession in OT dominating the chances just couldn't finish off the job unacceptable they need to do better so so today they're at nashville in about 10 minutes so we're actually going to be covering the first period we're gonna i have it streaming on the computer here we're going to be recapping the first period while doing the podcast so something new today and then of course they're at nashville again tomorrow and then on tuesday is huge because it's the first game with fans allowed so hopefully that makes a difference it could not come at a more critical time because they definitely need that extra boost that extra drive and i think the fifth line will bring that for sure, without a doubt, some of the best fans in the league. Um, we saw that last year, the year before, obviously, in the playoffs. Absolute rocking crowd. Um, unfortunately, only 10%, not that much, but Governor, it's said, go up, though. Yeah, governor said about 25% in a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, huge, huge time, especially when the Jets are struggling. You know, those fans give them an extra boost to hopefully get some of those wins. Yeah, so as you mentioned, Mike DeWine said that indoor arena capacities could be up to 25% and the Jackets issued a statement that they will have that they're going to explore options for more fans uh, early next week. So they said the first game against Detroit won't it won't affect that so there's only going to be 10% for that game but I bet there's another week after that so they got Detroit on Tuesday then there's a whole nother week until the next home game I bet you that next home game against Florida it's going to be like 4,000 fans yeah they, they all have some time to figure things out for sure especially you know you get a decent amount of fans in there when you got the Bobrovsky and Wenberg and all the former Jackets coming back Nudibara, home I like that yeah um so today obviously at Nashville tomorrow at Nashville and Tuesday at Detroit <sighs> I don't think they go 0-3, despite how bad they've been playing here. I don't think they're going to win all of them, though. I say... I made a bold prediction last episode saying they win all three. I was... Dead wrong. Horrible. Yeah, that was a horrible prediction. Um, Really bad take. I thought they would play well. They obviously didn't. I'm saying 2-1. 2-1? Yeah. Uh, That's kind of what I wanted to say, too, but... uh, if I say one and two, and then they lose all three again, I don't. They're not going to lose all three. They're not going to lose to Detroit at they home lose with all fans. Three, Tortorella is gone. Absolutely. I think he's on the hot seat right now. I now don't get me wrong. I love Torts, but his style of play is severely outdated in today's NHL. When it's all about speed, he's more about yes. checking, slowing things down, um, being physical. That's not what the game is today. It's about speed, skill. 
And the play, the amount of talent that the Jackets have, they're severely underperforming. If they lose all three, it's just a matter of time until Indians baseball starts. That's all it is now, basically. But, you know, the hockey is a nice distraction. Um, For sure. So, actually, there's another game in there bet- between now and our next podcast. So, we got four games. I'm going to say they go 500, 2-2. Two and two. I think they split with Nashville. They lose to Dallas, and they beat Detroit. That's respectable. Agree. Um, I uh, I said this before. I'm really optimistic. I I can't I can't see them splitting with Nashville. I think three and one. I do see them losing to Dallas though. I, I Dallas mean, has been on a cold streak though, so you never know. Well, speaking but, of Dallas, they are in six right now as they were last week, but they only have 15 games played, which is the least in the Central Division. And the Jackets are tied for. I'm sorry, they're second. Most with 21 games played. Detroit in dead last with most games played at 22. Uh, let's get into standings now. Um, in the Central Division, you got the Florida Panthers with 28 points in first place. Tampa in second. Chicago, big surprise of the NHL this year. They're in third. Hurricanes, Jackets, four points out of a playoff spot right now. That needs to change immediately. Then Dallas, Nashville, and Detroit. Uh, your thoughts? Um... I think the top four stay the same through the next week. You know, things could change. The games played really messes up. It does. You can't really make a a good prediction based off of games played because with the shortened season, they're probably going to go points um, percentage, and you can't make a really good prediction based off of that. But my prediction is the top four will stay the same. Okay. Um, I do think Carolina jumps Chicago. Chicago fourth place. Tampa jumps Florida. But I think so. Final prediction is Tampa, Florida, Carolina, Chicago. Okay. Jackets fifth, D- Dallas sixth, and then seven and eighth, Nashville. Da- uh, you've Detroit. you've mentioned several times on this podcast that eventually, when it's all said and done, the playoff race in the Central is going to be five teams competing for four spots. Mm-hmm. Dallas is dead last in games played with only 15. Do you think there's a possibility that they could be that there could be six teams for four spots? Oh yeah, for sure. I think the Jackets do turn around eventually, but I don't see them making the playoffs this year. It's sad, but I think it's the honest oh, truth. God. Yeah. No, god, please no. 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 So that would be what the first time in Five, yeah. five years. What was it? Twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, five years. Wow. Yeah, I and just and everybody, you know, nobody gives the Jackets enough national respect. But making the playoffs four years in a row is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. I know they've only made it past the first round once, but still, if you're in the playoffs four years in a row, you're in the playoffs four years in a row. Yeah, and needless to say, you you can't not like. Making the playoffs isn't a huge accomplishment, but you have to go deep in those playoffs. Jackets have Absolutely. not done that. I think this is a re- little retooling year. They kind of figure out who what what they are as a team. Um, get that good draft pick. Add that to the team next year. Refocus and focus on next year. Now, I'm not saying that they can't make the playoffs. I just don't think it w- will happen. Yeah, I think they can, but... If it keeps trending in the way it's been trending, no, they're not going to make the playoffs. But they don't want to be in a position where they just miss the playoffs and then they're stuck with one of those middle draft picks. Especially, that do especially in this draft because this, this, uh, this year's draft class isn't the greatest compared to the last year's. 
last year's was stacked. This year's isn't the greatest. Um, but, you know, you can always find one of those gems. Yeah. Like the Jackets always do. You know, Cam Atkinson, late-round pick. Um, Felino, even though he wasn't drafted by the Jackets, late-round pick. I wouldn't say Atkinson is a gem. He's a good player, but, like, the Jackets, with the exception of, like, Rick Nash and Artemi Panarin, have never really had, like, a top-tier star. Well, yeah, I'm, or he's he's a I'd say he's a star in the league. He's a really, yeah. really good goal scorer. He can play penalty kill, power play. He can top line. He's really good defensively. I'm so. not saying he's not a star. He definitely is, but he's not in the Crosby, Ovechkin, McDavid. Tier. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And I don't think Columbus has ever had anyone in that tier. Yeah, besides Rick in their Nash, existence. But yeah, so I'm just saying that. You know, it's not season's not over quite yet, but mm-hmm. if if things don't go well, I think, you know, it, it there's there's a good chance that this team will be back in the playoffs. Maybe it's not this year, but I think maybe next year, next two years. Is next year are they going to go back to the traditional divisions? Yeah, Metropolitan. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah, that that without a doubt's the hardest division in the NHL, the Metropolitan. Mm-hmm. It's basically the East minus few teams, but it's still yep. a really good division. But let's look at North North, North. Division, Scotiabank North. Um, we got Toronto uh, with 32 points. Edmonton's making a comeback. They have 28, so they're only four points. Uh, Toronto does have a game in hand, however. Um, Winnipeg's in third with 25. And then rounding out that fourth spot is Montreal with 22 points. What happened to the yeah, Canadians? Yeah, man. They were supposed cup contender at the start of the year, and they just fallen off a cliff. Um, I think in large parts due to goaltending, price hasn't been the same. Yeah, you can't expect your backup to carry the load. And like, there, there's always one team in every sport. There's always one team that starts off super hot and then ends up not doing a last thing. Two years, the Pittsburgh been, Steelers. Yeah, the last last two years for the NHL, it's been the Buffalo Sabers. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, that's the Canadian division standings. Um. We already went off Central. Mass Mutual East. Um, Best division in the NHL. Yes, for sure. Boston Bruins, um, 24 points. Washington tied with them for 24 as well. Boston has mm-hmm. not been trending well. They went to Tahoe. They massacred the Flyers. Then they had a two-game road trip in uh, New York, and they got beaten pretty badly in each one of those games. A 7-2 to loss against the Islanders, and then a 6-2 to loss against the Rangers the following day. What did you think of those uh, Lake Tahoe games, by the way? Um, I thought they were good. Uh, they improvised very well with the um, weather situation. Um, I would like to see those games later at night, though. Mm-hmm. Um, the sun on the ice made it kind of hard to see it. But I, I think I said it last time, but I think every single outdoor game, with the exception of the Winter Classic, needs to be a night game. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It, it just looks so much better under the lights. And yeah, then, and I heard... Um, Something on a sports update on ninety two three the fan this last week where uh the the Bruins fly I'm pretty sure, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the Bruins Flyers game at Lake Tahoe, the night game, was the highest rated um Oh, I saw that too. T V ratings, yeah. the highest sing uh regular season game in like six or seven years. Yeah. And since October of twenty fourteen. Yeah, and that's that's a great thing. You know, they're growing the so, game. Um like I said, the NHL has a huge marketing issue that's really good for the league, and mm-hmm. I'd love to see more of those games. I Maybe. wouldn't put the win- the only reason I wouldn't put the Winter Classic 
at night is because it's always been at day and oh, it's, yeah. and it's on New Year's. Mm-hmm. So everybody's off, everybody's going to watch it and mm-hmm. it makes sense to play that at like high noon or whenever mm-hmm. it is. I just but think everything else make it at night. Yeah, I just think when you look at the weather if it's going to be like sunny which it's all, we've only had like two winter classic delays I think. Um but mm-hmm. yeah, make those at night. NHL did a great job improvising, but yeah, you'd like to see the Winter Classic at day. But rest of the games, make them at night. Everyone's off. It's a it's a great marketing thing. A lot more people can watch it when it's not during the day. Well, to your point, there most of the Winter Classics are. I mean, I think we've had maybe the Dallas one, obviously, and then maybe two others that have been in semi warm climates. Mm-hmm. Dallas like, typically LA, it's but, freezing, and I think Lake Tahoe last week was like. Um, lower forties. Yeah. So not too warm, but like still with the the sun, the sun, the sun right on that lake there. Uh, by the way, the setup for that was absolutely gorgeous. Oh yeah, with the, I, I the mountains, it. the snow capped mountains, and the lake, and the the tailgate and Red Wings fan. That was it awesome. Was, it was nice to see the fan. Uh, I, there weren't any at the um, Vegas, Colorado, but the fans at the um, Philadelphia and Boston game and on the lake chilling. Yeah. Just watching. Do you think? Do you think they had any view at all? Uh, a little bit. I probably couldn't see the puck because of the boards, but you'd probably see the players. just to be in that atmosphere. Yeah. yeah I ho- mean, hopefully soon with the fans. Was that the kind of thing where they needed to have like a a membership because it looked like it was at like a country club or something? Or can uh, they just? Yeah, it was on a um, golf resort. Course. Yeah, it's a. So those were all paying customers. Probably not on the lake, but I think the golf course is closed because you obviously okay. have to have a membership. I don't know. I'm just guessing, but you never know. True. So jackets, uh, they're on in about maybe four minutes, I'd say. You always get those commercial, commercial breaks. breaks. Yeah. Um, around the league right now, games going on. There's three games. Um, start off Flyers, 3-0 up, up on the Sabres, um, expected. Buffalo's been playing terrible this year. Um, I just think they trade. They need to just flat out rebuild Buffalo. Yeah, just yeah. like trade Eichel, trade your. Don't trade Darlene. They've been her. rebuilding for twenty years. Yeah, they terrible management. They got to get rid of everyone. It's been said many, many, many times. Browns of the NFL, absolutely NHL. not. Now the Browns turned it around. So yeah. only took us twenty years. So yeah. And then, How long has Buffalo? Well, Buffalo's been in the league way longer. Yeah, than, Buffalo's been in the yeah. league a while, but they since the two thousands they haven't been really good. No. And then they had that one good year when they got knocked out of the playoffs by Ottawa. So, but yep. yeah, uh, Washington up three two on New Jersey. That game's just started in the third period. Uh, also, just starting the third period, Calgary and Ottawa. Um. Six to two Flames. I mean, Ottawa's beaten some good teams. They've actually gotten uh, Montreal's coach fired, and then uh, Calgary's coach is on the hot seat at the moment. So, you know, you think to, he gets fired? No, they're winning right now. I they should fire him. They won't. They should though. It, it's kind of like Tortorella. His his play style does not work for the team that they have. Mm-hmm. You got you kind of gotta adjust your when you're a coach. You're a, Play style around the team you have in Calgary. It's a good transition team. They're not a dump and chase guy. Ward, Jeff Ward, their Calgary coach, is a dump and chase guy. Same with Tortorella. Yeah. It, it's not working. But yeah, uh, Jackets 
3 o'clock, 3.06 at the moment, Eastern Time. So, games should be getting underway pretty soon. Um, and then we'll have that live coverage for you. Um, I want to make this point real quick here before the game starts. We mentioned before the East is far and away the best division in the NHL, right? But if you look at the standings, I mean, one through one through five right now, you got 24, 24, 23, 21, and 21 points. The Blue Jackets have 21 points. So they would be right in that fifth slot in the East Division, which is widely considered to be the best. So is it the best division, or is it just the most close most, division? Most, most competitive, probably. I'd say the best. Because I would not be... The top team in the league, points-wise, is not going to be from the East Division. Oh, top Tom point. Top team points wise right now is Toronto, but they yeah. also get a bad Vancouver team, a bad Ottawa team, a shaky Winnipeg defense. There's no defense in that league. So no. if you have top scores like Edmonton and Toronto do, you're going to be at the top. And then you look at the Central Division, you got Detroit, not the greatest team. And then, so. Nashville, Dallas, all these teams are really good defensively. They don't have the greatest offenses. Um, but, yeah, I just think most competitive so far is the East. But so this game's about to get underway now, but hold up for a second. Nashville has fans. Yeah. They were allowing fans. Shout out to Nashville. Nashville's awesome. Yeah. So Went down there in as a city. October. It was really, really great city. Yeah, shout out Nashville. Just but- went th- we were there. Uh, last summer, we went to Smoky Mountains in Nashville for a couple of days. We were just there a couple months early, you know, because love to be there right now. But we're actually going to the Monsters after this. So shout out to Minor League Hockey in Cleveland for something fun to do. But this game's about to get underway. First period, Jackets Predators. The puck is down. Is the puck down? The puck is down. Jackets win the faceoff, and we are underway. We got our top line Nashville. out there. Top line. I'm going to forwards right now. Top line is John Tortorell switch things up. Uh, line A on that left wing. Um, Bjorkstrand on the other wing. Flino to center that. Wings on the second line are Jenner, Atkinson. You got Rosovic on that second line. Then another interesting line uh, put together by Tortorella. It's our third line. It's Domi, Texi, and Bemstrom. All three guys who've been struggling. Um, see if they can get something rolling. And then the fourth line, Robinson, Stenland, Nash. Um, that line's got to get going as well. They were a minus two the couple nights ago, all three of them. Um, then on defense, you got Wierenski, Jones, the normal tandem. Yes, sir. Um, Gabriel Carlson's making an appearance on the second line as the shot just goes wide by, I think that was Jenner. Shout out slot. to his first ever goal the other night, by the way. Yeah, Gabe Carlson. He's He's been really good this year. And then kicking off and then I'll shut up. Gavrikov and Delzato is that third defense pairing. And then, of course, the most important line of all, the fifth line. Yes. Me, you, whoever else loves the CBJ. You guys got to bring it on Tuesday. I wish I could be there, but hmm, resale tickets are like crazy high, so I'm not going to spend $300 to watch the Blue Jackets. Sorry. I don't love them that much. So Uh, puck dumped in by Nashville. Just a minute and a half over. uh, Passed by in the first period here. Fanned on a Domi shot. Break, Domi. Domi's bringing it out now. Slides it over to Texier. Feeds. Who's 15? Delzato. Delzato. Delzato shot blocked, and then Nashville just dump it. They got a two-on-one. 
Not good. Duchesne shot. A save. Saved Corpusala. It's good. Good save there by Corpusala. Then uh, Whistle Time is gone. Um, don't know quite what that is. What do you think of, as a, we're seeing Matt Duchesne here, former Jacket, skate over to the bench. What do you think of the... Um, I personally hate it, but the sponsorship patches on the helmets, like, it's not as bad as the NBA where it's right on the jersey itself, but, like, come on. Just keep the logo on the helmets. Yeah. Um, what do you think? So they had they were going to get a sponsor, obviously, because of COVID. They're not getting as much money. Um, some teams, like, I think Nashville is it's a little too big, but yeah. I, don't, I don't mind the jackets. There's, uh, they're not too bad as Puck in the middle. Corpusal is down. That was a scary moment there. Gets it out of there. And Nashville cycling at the moment. Uh, playing it up top. Down low again. Shot. That's blocked in front. All right. Stenland's going to bring it out now. Takes it over center. Brings it into the offensive zone. Dumps the puck in. Feeds it out. Riley Nash skates after it. Can't get to it. And Nashville. And there goes the puck out. Uh... Roman Yossi bringing it in. Yossi skating around the net there. He's a great defenseman, great skater. He'll drop the puck at Sissons, right? And he'll oh. shoot it wide. Might have taken that deflection back down low. They're cycling now, and then Robinson will take it away. Columbus clears his own. And we'll dump in, and both teams will change up lines. Nice. Uh by the way, the Jackets 2 uh, sponsorship patches Nationwide and Ohio Health. Which one is worse? Um, do I don't mind Nationwide on the helmet. I don't know about the Ohio Health one. Official took a spill in the corner. That's <laughs> kind of funny to see there. Um, jackets get the puck with Bjorkshans skating. He'll give it to Felino. Uh, that gives up another now. turnover. Felino and turnovers. Name a better duo. Um, Juju and TikTok. Line A has the puck now. He'll throw it in. Uh, Bjorkstrand can't settle it, and Gavrikov will hand it right back to the Predators, who are trying to get in a zone. They do, and they'll take a shot. Stick broke on the play. I'm not quite sure who that was, but stick broke. Predators keep it in, and then Domi, or no, excuse me, Felino has it, and he'll hand it to Jones. Jackets change it forwards, and will break out. Good pass there. Warinski jumping up. Jenner shoots, and that one was blocked. So just over four minutes gone here in the first period between the Jackets and Predators. Predators currently out shooting Columbus 4-1. to one. Let's see if they can change that. Here is uh, Roslovic bringing it in on the left wing. Slides it over, gets off the wall. Seth Jones has it, feeds it over. Oh, right to a Nashville defender who slides it up for Matt Duchesne. Man. I was... Just about to say, Jones has really picked it up. He was doing terrible at the start of the season. He's really picked up his play. Rosalvik just speeding in. He shoots and saved by Nashville, and they bring it back out with Arvidsson. And then there's Yossi jumping up into play again. Up, up, oh. up, up, up. Ooh, Save gave up a huge rebound, and they almost capitalized on that. Uh, Savard in the corner with the Nashville player. Jackets break out. Texier. Hands for Domi. Domi trying to dump it in. Can't quite. And keeps it across. And ooh, Bemstrom just shot it just wide. Good chance there. Yeah. Bemstrom playing his second game this season. That would have been nice. Just a quick point. Uh, You said Nashville's out shooting Columbus 5-2 right now. Yep. 
that's one thing the Jackets got to do. They're letting up a lot of shots. Yes. Um, I think bottom five in the league and shots given up around over 30 a game. That Something was they got to change. That was one quick. thing I was really, really noticing last game, the, the reverse retro game. By the way, ban those jerseys. They suck. But um, – Last week, right when we lost, uh, what was it, five to two or five to three against Nashville in the retros? I think. Oh, oh uh, Robinson has it in, play. shoots and Ooh. misses wide. Um, maybe got the block on that. Is that uh, Saros in that? Or, yes. Yeah, Saros got a blocker on that. Looked like, but good chance for Robinson, and he'll get plenty of those with his speed. Nashville ices the puck, and then uh, stoppage of play there. Yeah. But going back to that game last week, I mean. I think it was five to three Nashville, but the the Predators had like forty six shots on goal. It's There's, unacceptable. It was like Corpusalo, or was it Elvis or Corpy in that I game? I think it was both because Elvis got hurt. Like five goals given up. That's awful. You never want to give up that. But forty shots. If it's five goals on nineteen shots, that's one thing. But like forty six, one of those is going to go in eventually. Yeah, and then playback underway now. By the way. Just six minutes past here. Uh, Jackets four to five. Uh, trailing the shots, but uh, puck dumped in deep. Um, forwards will change for Nashville. Looks, looks like, like there's a decent amount of people there. That's well, half of them are cardboard, but good to see. Absolutely. Um, shot, and then that's pushed away by Corpus Solo. Puck given up, and then. Uh, Shot blocked in front. Lino has it and gets it away to Bjorkstrand. That top line out there for the Jackets. Bjorkstrand will dump oh. in deep and took a weird bounce on Saros. That could have gone I wrong. I thought that almost went in there. It looked like for a second it was going in and yeah. it went just wide. And then Columbus dumps the puck back in and oh, that is icing. called for an icing. Icing on Nashville. Good hustle by Savard, though. Yeah, let's watch this. Good. So Good. Robinson floats it on net. Yeah, oh, Saros got a blocker on it. Oh, that was the wrong play. Okay. It reminds me of that bouncing puck there a couple years ago in the playoffs. It was Nashville and Chicago. You remember that? Yeah, where the puck goes. It was like just past the blue line. It takes a crazy, crazy bounce. And it did it go in or did th- Rene like, uh, like a, a flying emu to save it? I don't know. It was yeah. amazing. And then that also reminds me, game two of the second round 2019 playoffs, uh, Boston-Columbus, it was overtime. I think it was game two. Um, yeah, yeah. Duchesne, double OT. Yeah. Uh, Bergeron dumps it in, and it took a wicked bounce, and Bobrovsky made one of the best saves I've seen. And if that went in, in the Jackets yeah. ended up eventually. Oh, Jenner has goal. it now. Jenner right on in. Net scores. Let's go. Good play at the blue line. Turnover by Nashville. Jenner gets it to Atkinson for his uh, team leading. Farthest right. about to rock. Ninth of the we season. We salute you. Jack is up one nothing. Shout out to Cam Atkinson. You said team leading? Yeah, team leading ninth, I believe. All right. So, recapping this goal here. Punk, uh, puck dumped in. Nashville, they just turn it over. Good play Turns by over, Rosslevic. gets over to Boone Jenner, who feeds Atkinson, who fires it behind Saros. For the goal, one nothing Columbus. Right five-hole by UC Saros. Jackets scoring first, though, does not always guarantee a win. In fact, most often it does not. So, a goal is good. We'll take it, but let's get some saves now, Corby. Yeah. All right. Or actually, better. Let's go get another goal. Yes. I'm just looking Let's at play defense. Yeah. Um. Uh, one thing I've been uh kind of 
Hold on, what's the word? I've been kind of like banging on the jackets a bit, uh, talking about how bad they've been playing. But one asset where I think they've done pretty well so far, since obviously the acquisition of Line A, is uh, their power play has been pretty decent this year. It's mm -hmm. only 19th, but they were like bottom bottom five in the league, and it's jumped up pretty pretty good in the past few games. Uh, that one 6-5 game against Chicago, they had three power play goals. Line A with two of those, but th yeah, that's the thing you love to see there. Uh, commercial break in progress at the moment. Jackets up one nothing. Um, what have you liked so far about the game? Um, well, first of all, they're winning. That you always like to see that. Um, hopefully, they can keep that up. Another thing I like is I like to see all those fans back in the seats. Um, the first time we played in Nashville was the first two games of the season, and there was not even Garth Brooks was there. There was nobody there. And now you got a bunch of yellow in the seats. So I get it. It's opposing fans. But any fans, I'll take it. Yeah. So always like to see that. Yeah, and then uh, going off what you said about we're winning, um, shots don't always mean that you're winning. Like you can, no, you not can at all. You can dump a puck in from the blue line and it be a shot on net. But um, I think – you know, Nashville's had some okay chances, but they've all been from the outside. So yeah. they're not letting in anything uh, mid-slot. And the Jackets have had a few good chances from the slot. Jenner had one, Robinson had one, and then you had the Atkinson goal. So great start here from Columbus. Absolutely. They, they just, you got to keep it up, yeah. withstand it. But the defense, as you mentioned, like giving up five goals in that game last week and then six to Chicago and then – only two the next day, but then they score zero. Like, they got to find some consistency. You know, they they score five in a game, then they get shut out. Then they score six and lose seven to six in a shootout or something. Like, and I feel like a lot of times the Jackets have been known for that, that gritty defensive mindset, you know, of just, like, um, Being lay your body out yeah. to block a shot, like, do everything you can to help your team win gritty mentality. And, like, this year, that's what's been killing them. They're giving up like forty plus shots a game. Yeah, yeah. and now it's I'm, I'm not saying that's a bad way to play, but the players that they have at the moment, that's not their style of play. Rosovic's great in transition. Atkinson, he can do anything. He can lay down a block of shot, but he can also score with the best of them. So, and then Line, we all know his shot. Um, I just don't think the personnel they have at the moment is. For that style of play, I think they need to switch it up slightly, not like completely, like a whole new style. But you know, instead of dumping the puck in deep, you know, take that chance, try and walk the blue line. Um, Absolutely. Now, play back underway now. By the way, as Stenland has it in the Nashville zone, feeds it up through and dumps it into the Columbus offensive zone. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say. Um, I was on. Just don't kind of switch it up a bit. Just you know, see see what, see what gets you going. Um, but yeah, Savard has the puck now. He'll float it at the blue line, stolen by Yossi, shot on net, yep. saved, and then in the slot, but Liney has it now, and he'll See, get the puck Little kick. things like that. When the puck, when the rebound comes out, do everything you can to clear that yeah. out of there. Like, and then, like, okay, so I'm not trying to, like, say anything bad about what the Jackets have done anything before, but, like, Liney, he'll... He'll have the puck at the red line, and instead of dumping it in, he'll make that play to Bjorkstrand. They get it in deep. They'll walk it in. They'll get an offensive chance. But 
yeah, like you said, pucks pucks um, in the slot. That's a high danger chance, and they just got to do everything you can to stop it. Um, ooh, took a wicked bounce just wide of Corpusalo. Uh, Nashville has the puck. Now Columbus has it. Warinski will just dump it in, and Jackets will change. No Shots tied 7-7 seven to seven now. Ryan Ellis takes it behind his own net. Um, moves up, feeds it over to number 5, whoever that is. I think that's Matt Benning. Uh, icing here on Nashville. Columbus will get a, uh offensive zone faceoff there, and a uh, good play by uh, Savard there. Or, excuse me, not Savard, Yossi. Um, Savard gave the puck away, but Yossi kept it at the blue line. Got a good shot away, and then Felino cleared the puck eventually. But that's a, another thing that's been killing Columbus is just the turnovers at the blue line. You yeah. Know, the, oh, oh, good chance for Rosovic and, and on a turnover on par. Um, good no. chance there. It's brought so, back up by Ellis. Tries to oh my sorry Grandland, um, puck goes down, around cycling, fed download and a shot blocked in front Columbus will clear. Well yeah I was gonna say the especially that Carolina game I saw maybe three or four goals that would uh like they they would just not clear the puck and they would get second third chance opportunities and. Uh, it's just a thing the Jackets need to improve on. Um, Nashville has the puck. It's Fabro. He'll go down low, try to slide it in front. Jackets clear that. Gabakov will flip it up and out. Uh, no icing. Echoham is back to retrieve it. 9-13 left to go in the first period. Columbus up one nothing. Out shooting Nashville now 8-7. to So the shots thing. It's been taken so. care of. Uh, Jackets on the forecheck now. Um, Nashville will just change up their forward line. Fabro will dump it in deep. Back for Gabe Carlson. Nice little surprise. Been playing well. He'll yeah. hand it there to. He was a, a monster last year, correct? Yeah. I mean, and I think I think they replaced him with Peak, if I'm not wrong. Peaks yeah. Peaks down in uh, Cleveland, so we'll see him tonight. Um. Johansson now for Yossi. Slap pass, and that did not work out at all. Uh, Puck cleared back into Nashville's defensive zone. Ryan Ellis handles it now. Deciding what to do as Nashville switches lines. Um, Just both teams changing up lines, getting those fresh legs out. Um, Breakout pass blocked, and here is Warinsky now. He'll float it in. Stenlin on the forecheck. Just about 12 minutes passed in this first period. Columbus up 1-0 on a goal from Cam Atkinson on a great feed from Boone Jenner. And shots 8-8. Eight eight. First period, 8 minutes left even. And, and they're going to take a break. Take a commercial break at the moment. Good chance by Rossovic there. Just couldn't finish. 8 minutes to go. First period. Columbus Blue Jackets hockey on Fox Sports Ohio. Yeah, whatever. So, do you think Rimmer needs to go? Or... He's old. He makes a lot of mistakes. I know we're not usually play-by-play broadcasters. We're doing this at the moment, but he gets a lot of names wrong. 
Like, dude, I don't know half the like me trying to do any well, of this. Like, well, I, well, I have Glenn, tremendous respect for doing, you. You've not been doing this for what? 30, true, thirty true, plus but, years. Two, but, you don't get paid to do it, and three, it's not your job. So, like, yes, you don't normally do that. But but just attempting to do it, like, oh yeah, I have tremendous all, respect for like Doc Emmerich and all those yeah. people who. It's a hard job for sure. Like. Yeah, you just got to memorize all the players. You, you know, you ha- there's like a broadcaster's uh, handbook, you know. Yeah. You don't want to be boring. I know we're probably boring, but we haven't done this. But you got to make it exciting. Absolutely. And then, yeah, there's just a bunch of things you have to know. You have to, uh, like, keep, yeah, you got to keep conversation going throughout the play. You got to know what's happening. You got to know the players. Um NBC had uh, last week. They had a documentary on Doc Emmerich, the voice of hockey. That Did was, you watch that? Yeah, that was amazing. I gotta watch that. Yeah, I, I miss Doc. I mean, I do too, man. I like Forsland, um, Kenny Albert. They're good, but Doc Emmerich is without a doubt the, the goat. Best. Yeah, the best. And it's do. like not even close. Mm-hmm. Like other sports, you know, you have you got like you have uh, you have the best like you have Al Michaels on Sunday Night Football he's the best but then Jim Nance is a close number two mm-hmm. and then you got uh, NBA you got uh, Mike Breen yeah Mike Breen Ken, Kenny Albert Ken, Kenny then, Albert like, does everything he does but then like well his dad set the president for that yeah his president he you know his dad Mark called Albert. that LeBron James at the buzzer you know that that famous shot there but play back underway now. Uh, face-off one by Nashville, and it goes through the legs of somebody, and it goes back into the defensive zone. Nashville breaking out. Drop pass. Shot by Hala. Saved by Corpusalo. Uh, puck kept by Columbus. Well, line A tries to walk in. Um, feeds it down low. Nashville will take it. And Yossi, ooh, took a big hit from Felino, and they're going after him. Uh Broken up now, but that was a huge hit by Felino, and we'll definitely see that one again. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, pucked up then, Bjorkshen will just float it around the net. Felino taking another hit, and then dropped to the ice. Nashville breaking out. It's three on two at the moment. Yossi in front. Can't get it there quite yet. Uh, play broken up. Now Felino. We'll dump it back in, change up the forward lines as Nashville quickly trying to break out, catch Jackets on a line change maybe. Oh. Broken up, good play there by, I think, I'm not, I couldn't see who that was. Uh, I think that was Atkinson by the looks of it, yeah. 6.45 to go in the first period. Nashville out shooting Columbus 9-8. Jackets up though, one nothing thanks to a tally from Cam Atkinson as Nashville has it in their offensive zone now. Fed up, back up to the blue line. Shot fired in. Didn't do nothing. Uh, number five dumps okay. it in. Yeah, five is Matt Benning, I think. Okay. Atkinson feeds Jenner, who takes it up past center and on into the Columbus offensive zone. Tried to maneuver around somebody. Couldn't do it. And Nashville clears. That's down low. Wierenski taking a penalty and then the puck off the, or excuse me, net off its moorings there, but Nashville's going to go on the power play and Wierenski's going to the box. So, got to step up the penalty kill here. Uh, make sure no cannons go off in Nashville. They never will, but make sure no country music songs go off in Nashville so that they keep the Preds off the board. Wierenski in the box and the Jackets head to the PK. And, uh, Something to improve on for the Jackets is their penalty kill. It's kind of been their uh, 
so-called enemy. Uh, yeah, this season. Uh, not been the enemy in years past as very first on the penalty count in 2019, top 10 again last year. Yep. So it's been a specialty of the Blue Jackets, but not this year. This year has been abysmal on the penalty kill. You know, it's part of, like, what I mentioned, their gritty defensive yeah. mindset mentality that has just kind of been non-existent this year. But Nashville, 147 left on the power play as they try to keep it in their offensive zone. Duchesne takes it up and Duchesne, in. Corpusala with the poke check, and then somebody took a spill there. I'm not quite sure who that was. Nashville ranks 21st in the NHL with 18% on the power play this season. And then Jackets will just change up those lines there. Penalty kill. You, gotta, you always got to keep those guys fresh for sure. And then uh, about a minute 20 left on that Nashville power play. Um, oh. Oh. Stolen Texier the feeds, feeds it. Feeds Atkinson. And just wide. He had a shorty the other night, if I, I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, or was that? I think. I don't. There was a shorthanded goal. I think that was um, one of the last couple games. Yeah, Atkinson does lead the NHL in shorthanded goals with does three. Does he really? Nice. Yeah. Oh, he had the he had the penalty shot, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think. Yeah, penalty shot shorthanded. Um, I'm gonna look at that because I did know they had a shorthanded goal the other night. They keep showing this angle from behind the net. Like I really it? like that. I yeah. don't know. Maybe because it's high up and you can see the fans and all that, but I don't know. Something about being behind the net when you're at a game, I kind of like it. See plays develop and all that good stuff. Yeah. So um, Roman Yossi brings it back up past center ice. Yeah, I think that shorthanded goal was Jenner. That sounds right. Because it was a nifty little play. Nashville walks in, they'll shoot for a rebound. Nobody knows where the puck is, and eventually to the corner. Uh, ten seconds left on that power play for Nashville. Philip Forsberg has it at the right wing. He tries to feed it out. Definitely be on their power play one. I don't know why he isn't, but he definitely should be. Forsberg with the puck now. He'll hand low to Roman Yossi. Yossi will shoot. That's blocked. Back to even strength now as Wierenski is out kill of the it box. Off. Ellis, excuse me, that's not Ellis. It's Cunning. Um, cleared now by Columbus. Uh, both teams will change up. Corpusalo out to play. Uh, Three forty-five left in the first period. Nashville out shooting the Jackets ten to eight. Uh, Wierenski will hand to Jones, try and break out. Puck tipped in, blocked by Nashville, and we'll do it all over again. Jones will walk the back, hand to Wierenski. We'll try on the other side with Line. Line's pass is blocked by Nashville. Brought and back up now by Colton Sissons over the blue line, dumps it in. Stolen and by Line. Line hands to Bjorkstrand. Bjorkstrand will dump. In. Saros out. Puck goes into the corner. You got two jackets there. Uh, Bjorkstrand unable to handle it, and Nashville walks away with it. They'll dump it in. Knocked down by Gabe Carlson, and Bjorkstrand will dump in and go on a four check. 2.54 remaining in this first period Nashville of has it. They got a quick two-on-one. Roslovic back and good defensive play there by Roslovic to eliminate the two-on-one. And then Jackets will go back. Roslovic will dump it out of the zone, clear it. Nashville's got a tag up. Oh, quick pass broken up. There's Roslovic again. He'll just float it on net. Uh, 2.30 remaining in the first period. 
And then there's this little four-check scrum going on in the corner. With the Jackets' second line out there with Rosvik, Atkinson, and there is a penalty on the play, I believe, going to Nashville. I think so, too. So Jackets will be on Atkinson the power got play tripped with there. about 220 left. It's going to be on... Ooh, that was the hit you were talking about? Yeah, that was the hit. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the captain on Nashville captain. Yeah, captain so, on captain. Nice um, there. Yeah, Jackets, I've said earlier, um, going on power play. Power play's been good so far. Yep. And then uh, got to see if they can capitalize here, make it 2 nothing before the period ends. So far, I like the effort in this first period. You kind of see that, like I said at the beginning of this episode, you know, sense of urgency, state of emergency kind of thing, like, if they want to have any shot, like, they really got to get it going now because, you know, we're coming up on the... I don't think we're quite at the midway point of the season yet, but we're coming up there, yeah. and, like, they they got to they gotta start winning these, these games against these crappy teams. not going to get you in no, the playoffs. No, they got to they gotta start stacking, stacking oh, well, wins. it looks like Nashville's on the power play, according to the NHL app, so... With how well, much remaining? 220. We'll have to see there, sure. but... For we're now, we're, we're in a on basement this. on Spectrum TV Live, which is on our upstairs TV. It's like three or four minutes behind. So, you know, we're doing the best we can here in Northeast yeah. Ohio to watch some jacket talking in the basement. Still a commercial break on this feed here. Going back to, like, the broadcasting thing we were talking about, Um, I would love to see Kevin Harlan do, like, a Capitals-Penguins game. Yeah, that or would, no, wow! you, you know what would be better? Be a man! You know. uh, a Battle of Alberta. I love watching those games. Yeah. They're so intense. Tons of hitting. Oh, it looks right. like uh, Ross Rossi goes the box. to the See what he does here. Oh, slashing on the stick. Broke the stick. Can't do that. Can't break the stick. Can't uh, give a tap on the hands. I call anything nowadays. Especially a broken stick, and looks like the Jackets will have to kill another one off before the end of the period. Not quite as bad as the NFL with weak penalties, but... Well, on. yeah, if you break a stick, it's going to be slashing. But yeah. the, the, they'll call a light tap on the hands slashing now. So, But anyways, nevertheless, Jackets dump the puck in. Saros behind the net, he'll hand it to Yossi, and Nashville will set their power play up. They're going to have a power play for pretty much the rest of the period as they got 143 left, 202 left to go in the first frame. Yeah, and uh, Jackets have been doing a good job of keeping everything to outside this period. Yeah. You know, uh, not too many quality shots, and when there have been good shots, Corpusal's made a save uh, around around the horn. Nashville's going. Uh, hand to Forsberg. He'll shoot, oh. and Corpusal makes a save. Wierenski... He'll get it out of the there. Jenner, and they'll clear Nicely with about done. a minute 10 left. And Jackets will change up those lines. Yeah, Forsberg had a decent shot on net. He had that walk in on the strong right side where he can snipe it like any of the top players in NHL these days. He's really good, Here Forsberg. Go. Uh, Nashville breaking out now. He'll hand down Arvidsson down low to Duchesne, I believe. Duchesne now will run it up high. Here's Ryan Ellis at power play two unit is on for a Feeds it over to 33. Arvidsson. Arvidsson. Puck kept nice in. Nice play to keep it in by Ellis. Yeah. And then, Arvidsson uh, feeds up top for Ellis, Ryan Ellis scrambling for it. handle it. And then down low, Sissons, or Yarncrock. And then Jackets will walk away with it with Texier. 
Texier will nice. just hold and dump it in, and he'll go to the bench. So, so far, good job on the penalty kill by the Jackets. Going back to that Tortorella defensive mindset. Like yeah. That in here. Almost walked in. Looks like offside, though, on Nashville. So, about nine seconds left on the power play and just .7 seconds under 30, so 29.3. Hold on. That was an offsides call in favor of the Blue Jackets? Yeah. What? They didn't just allow it and, you know, take the penalty off the board, but not the goal. Yeah. Uh, Face off at the right dot, just outside the blue line. Uh, There's Roman Yossi back now. Power play just set to expire right now. Rosvik will step out of the box. Jackets two for two on the penalty kill so far with about 15 seconds left remaining in the period. And And a stoppage of play taken there. 13 and a half seconds to go in the first period of play between the Nashville Predators and the Columbus Blue Jackets with the Jackets up one nothing thanks to a Cam Atkinson tally about 6-7 minutes into the game. Nashville out shooting Columbus 12-9. Going to be a face-off to Corpus Allo's left here, which will probably be the final uh, sequence of the first period. Uh, face-off. Oh. It's one of those. Puck did not drop yet. Officials caught us all there. So line uh, A goes in to take the draw for Jenner Columbus. Kicked out, yeah. Uh, Nashville, Nashville won back. wins it. Shot wide by Fabro. And they'll just throw it behind the net. Line A looks to just hold it for the end of the period. And Two, that's one. What exactly what will happen. And that is it. First period gone. Jackets up one nothing from Cam Atkinson. One shot, one goal. That's all you need for Cam Atkinson. So, All right, yeah. 5.45 ice time. Cam gets the goal. Jackets up one nothing right now. Uh, your thoughts of the first period? Um, they Great effort. You know, um, being outshot, but, you know, not too many good chances from Nashville. Columbus had some great chances. They capitalized on one, and that's the end of the first period. I, th- I think they played good game so far. Do you think they have a shot to win, you said, three and one? Yeah. In these upcoming four games? They play like this for sure. I think I think they're going to get it done today. I don't know about tomorrow. They haven't shown their ability to win back-to-backs yet. And I do think that they're going to win on Tuesday because of the fifth line's return. Dallas is a toss-up. I doubt they're going to win at Dallas. That game is in Texas, and they lead the NHL with fans allowed with, I think, like 5,000. Um, so, yeah, I don't know who's getting the start for tomorrow for Columbus. Um, it might be Venalainen, who was a monster last year. Um, they could run Corpusala back-to-back. I don't think they will. Um, but we'll have to see. So so definitely a big opportunity moving forward for the Jackets. The Chicago Blackhawks are not on the schedule until, I believe, April 10th. That, that is, is a blessing from the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. You do not know what Patrick Kane has done to the t- this team this year. They need to take this opportunity. They need to run with it. They need to win today. They need to win tomorrow. Fifth line, you are going to come back on Tuesday night. We need you guys to be as loud and as chilly chanting as you can possibly be. This team needs to go to the playoffs for the fifth straight year in a row. This is Fifth Line Primetime, Episode 6. Hope you enjoyed that little uh, attempt at play-by-play coverage of the first period. Go Jackets, ladies and gentlemen. Go Jackets. Episode 6. I'm Tommy. He's Aiden. We'll see you next time. See ya.